This is the astrological forecast for the week of August 1st of 2023. As always, I am using Side Real Vedic Astrology. Um, New York, New York is the destination, 12 noon. And I am using the Placidus House System. These are the planetary placements. And the title of this week is I'm Coming Out. The IC will be in Sagittarius at 29 degrees in the fourth house. What is brewing underneath the surface can no longer be hidden underneath the surface. With the IC in Sagittarius, the energy is busting out the seams. It's giving, I'm coming out, I want the world to know, Diana Ross vibes. Considering the IC in Sagittarius uh, being at 29 degrees, naturally it would flow into the sign of Capricorn within the first deacon that is also ruled by Saturn. However, energetically, I feel that the IC in Sagittarius will be traveling over the oppressive lands of Saturn and right into Aquarius. The freedom sign this is like booking a direct flight to your destination one way and no stops the ic in sagittarius gives off vibes of leo energy bold risks will be felt and or some taken during this time for some there will be an impulsive need to express romance travel take risks feeling of boldness uh, and going for successful endeavors for others this will manifest as doing the absolute most for attention both positively and negatively the energy wants to come out live and let live we may also hear and see some issues with foreign affairs and countries attempting to break free from their homelands as well sagittarius energy is naturally optimistic spiritual and or religious and so this again can play out in negative ways in conclusion, motherfuckers are tired of being sick and tired and are seeking freedom with a passion. I have found that family ties and roots and environments are the cause of much of our pain and limiting beliefs. Some at this time will be brave and bold enough to break out and travel, whether that be emotionally, mentally, physically and spiritually elsewhere that is more suitable Moving, traveling, religious beliefs, relationships, even jobs may be highlighted at this time more than ever. This is about karmic completion and expansion, but first you have to make room to expand. The descendant will be in Pisces at 26 degrees in the seventh house. The IC reveals active but hidden energies that influence the home and familiar. The descendant, however, reveals hidden but active energies that influence our relationships with others. The seventh house deals with enemies, partnerships and business, friendships, family and intimate relationships. Overall, how we relate to others. Pisces energy within the third deacon is ruled by Mars and Pluto. So Mars is the planet initiating war and Pluto is the aftermath of that war. Before there can be peace, there has to be war. And as I've mentioned with the seventh house, open enemies come to the forefront here. So she, So you should already know what time it is. Pisces energy is passive, unconditional, understanding, empathetic, and easily manipulated. Absorbing its environment and considering we have Mars and Pluto in the mix, it's safe to say the environment is toxic and that toxicity is absorbed and regurgitated back out in the very relationships that people partake in. With all of that being said, this is exactly what is triggering the IC and Sagittarius to break free. Enough is enough. The seventh house deals with superficial values and desires and contracts that bind you to superficiality that the energetic Pisces becomes a victim to. For those bold enough, this energy will be brought down with a passion. For some, this is a war within yourself to change how you relate and how open and available you are to others who, in most cases, don't reciprocate your loving Piscean energy unconditionally. 
the seventh house is all about conditions whereas pisces energy is the complete opposite for example personally i have a pisces moon and i have my mars and taurus in the seventh house I fall in love easily, and that's always been my weakness. I care too much, will sacrifice myself with no questions asked. I love love, and as a result, I was taken advantage of, lied to, abused, neglected, exploited, and I was always overlooked and cheated on. I then began to absorb that evil energy to the point I expected it and tolerated it, thinking my unconditional love would eventually be expressed back in the form of a commitment. Over the years, I became angry, resentful, and lacking confidence. For the past four to five years, I've been working on building a strong wall to protect my sensitive Pisces moon. It's only recently that I have finally managed to block my heart off completely for self-preservation and respect. I have completely changed how I relate with others, and in fact, I do not relate with others at all anymore. In conclusion, with the descendant in Pisces in the seventh house, do not be surprised to see boundaries being implemented at this time in business, friendships, and in intimate relationships. On a larger scale, we may hear about country borders being implemented at this time as well. The energy here is not so understanding and loving to any emotional, mental, or physical threats, even threats hidden behind a loving smile or gesture. It's giving the Seven of Wands card and tarot. Again, this does not apply to everyone. Some may succumb and continue being a doormat and naive in their dealings with others. And to choose, uh, and I'm sorry, and to those, good luck and enjoy. For others who resonate with the IC in Sagittarius, you have a burning desire to break out, even if this means being mean for the sake of implementing boundaries. Personally, I do not care anymore about anyone's feelings because for 29 years, it was shown and proven that no one cared about my feelings. This is not about revenge. It's about balance and fairness. What you give is what you get. It's about equality with no tolerance otherwise. Most recent interaction, the most recent interaction I had was with a man he claims to be fearful of commitment and having children, but he was never fearful of trying to have sex with me and wasting my time. He never took me out, spent time with me, or took the time to get to know me, but expected me to give him sex and time when convenient for him, giving nothing to me in return. I finally let go of him and that entire dynamic. I have strong boundaries up and I deserve what I deserve and I am no longer settling or putting others' wants or needs over mine. If Kristen is not happy, I am not exerting energy to make you happy, period. I need balance and if there isn't, I'm not going out of my way to wait for it. Uh, any imbalances with people, places, and things are getting dropped with a quickness. That's, uh, that swiftness is thanks to the IC in Sagittarius. Now, the Ascendant will be in Virgo at 26 degrees in the first house. The IC and Descendant play a major role in our perceptions of life. The Ascendant, however, is our reality based off of our perceptions. To run things back a bit, the Descendant in Pisces, we talked about implementing boundaries. And with the IC in Sagittarius, we talked about feeling confident and justified to do so. With the Ascendant in Virgo, which is the energetic opposite of Pisces, ain't shit getting past, your, getting past you in your reality now. Virgo energy is all about details, organization, routine, maturity, and much. Um, and it's, the energy is much more reserved. I always say that the devil is in the details, and I can promise you the Virgo energy will find the devil within the overbearing details thrown our way, especially when it comes to others wanting something from us. The first house is ruled by Aries, and we can all agree Aries is direct, assertive, selfish, bold, and about that life. Place judgmental Virgo in that house, and whoa, the intimidation factor is activated. 
most people want to uh, make you feel bad because you are judgmental. They even want to twist God's words and claim only God can judge me all while judging others. The hypocrisy is at an all time high. It's all it's, it's at an all time delusional high. But not with the ascendant in Virgo in the first house. Judgment means discernment. And it's been clear. All right. And will be made clearer that most lack discernment all while being judgmental. It's the biggest contradiction ever. Now, with the descendant in Pisces in the seventh house, most want to hide the fact but facts and facts <laughs> and Virgo's energy brings out those facts. Okay. And with a bang in the first house, it's giving, I said what I said vibes with facts. You can't argue with the truth, but most will try to fight you over the truth. Regardless, this energy also gives off the don't start none won't be none vibes as well. At this time, some will be leading with facts and this is why everyone will be mad. It reminds me of when I used to work for bank of America and people would open new credit card accounts. Um, everyone receives a terms and conditions form with everything you need to know about the credit card, including details on due dates and uh, the lack of a grace period and also late fees. You will never understand how many times people tried to argue with me when they got hit with a late fee or etc. They would try to twist things like the bank was scamming them when I would tell them to pull up their terms and conditions letter so that we could read it together. <laughs> they got so mad and admitted that they never read it and they threw it away, but they still feel entitled to argue with me about their lack of reading the details of the contract that they signed up for. Again, you ignore the details and now you're being held accountable and you're mad. Be prepared for this energy during this time. Referring back to the descendant in Pisces in the seventh house, everyone ignores details, contracts, red flags, and become blind conveniently when it comes to people, places, and things. They will willingly involved or get involved um, that they willingly involve themselves in. Excuse me. This will certainly be a time of harsh truths and realities. Everyone wants to make you the bad guy when you have facts and speak on those facts with confidence. Silly people with their silly lives. You will see or not that most want everyone else to be held accountable for their poor actions and planning. Well, not today, bitch. And that's why they're mad. This is like random people attacking me on YouTube because they came to my channel, got triggered and continue to watch me being mad and then trying to make me responsible for them being mad. Bye, bitch. I spit facts and you're mad. I also live the life that I preach. And that's another reason why they're mad. My life reflects peace and they get mad because theirs doesn't. And they still try to argue like they're right or know what they're doing. And again, miss me with the bullshit. The Midheaven will be in Gemini at 29 degrees in the 10th house. The Midheaven is all about our public image and essentially the work we are all known for in this life. We are all known for something and or striving for that reputation. The Midheaven also influences our earthly missions and the work ethic put into achieving that mission. With the Midheaven in Gemini at the highest degree, you will notice within yourself and or others talking shit. As with all energies, there are positive and negative expressions. The negative expression, you will notice more gossip, surface level ideas spewed and more groupthink, which is boring, basic and pointless. Expect more fake news, fake oracle card readers and more small talk for those whose mission is to avoid implementing boundaries for the sake of being liked and accepted by their immediate environment. Most people mentally are on that level and accept it. 
with that acceptance you will find that you'll uh, rather focus on more futuristic humanitarian and philosophical de- uh, discussions and ideas those of you are cusping cancerian energy within the first deacon that is ruled by the moon you will take this time to detach from all group thinking fake news fake oracle card readings and all superficial and basic people and their thoughts at this time you will become more receptive sensitive and more concerned with soul food information information for the soul and future this energy shift is in alignment with the new moon and cancer in the eighth house that we experienced on july 17th 2023 you will no longer be able to tolerate the loud and pointless noises coming from others when it comes to your earthly mission and goals you will carry them out in silence and in peace some of you may feel encouraged to leave a toxic work and or group environment. For me, this energy manifested where I unsubscribed from everyone on YouTube and I went on a do not recommend channel spree. I can no longer tolerate listening to others. It truly disgusts and bores me. I refuse to give time, energy and money to others on YouTube and in life in general. I simply do not want to hear it. When I type my astrology reports, it's done in silence so I can think independently. I also have um, I also been a reader. I've all, I'm sorry, excuse me. I've also always been a reader, but it's definitely been to another level now. I rather read everything. I just don't want to hear anyone at all. I even decided to finally turn off my comments on YouTube because I truly don't care what anyone thinks or their opinions. With the Midheaven in Gemini at 29 degrees, this energy is operating within the deacon ruled by Uranus. Uranus rules Aquarius, which is the supreme air sign of intelligence. Gemini energy is the lower octave of Aquarius. Where Gemini is small talk and gossip, Aquarius is complex concepts, invention, and problem solving. Like I mentioned with the new moon in Scorpio um, in the eighth house, most do not want to heal and most love and thrive in toxicity. They thrive in gossip and gossip being one of those expressions. Gemini energy doesn't want to problem solve. It causes problems and or is entertained by problems. I noticed I was starting to get caught up in drama and gossip and use the energy to completely shut it down. Uh, the only communication I want these days is strictly business. There just comes a time when you need to you know, be mature mentally so that you can thrive in your career and or earthly missions. I came to terms with the fact that I do not respect anyone's ideas or viewpoints. And so instead of getting frustrated trying to find quality content and information, I just shut down and now I'm focused on creating the quality I was seeking. I am an extremist, clearly, but this energy will play out differently for some. It's levels. I rather read, learn, and think independently as opposed to sitting, watching, and being a part of low vibrational social activities. Most people are really basic and lack common sense, and I, for one, have zero tolerance for it anymore. The sun is in Cancer, or will be, at 14 degrees in the 10th house. The sun is how we want to be identified and how we prefer to express ourselves. The sun is not who we truly are, it's just the title and role we want to be seen playing. Most are addicted to this mask and role play, if you will, and become so invested and intertwined with their ego's persona. For some, myself included, you will be seen as stubborn, aggressive, possessive, even uh, impractical these days. Not only will you be seen this way, but you are expressing yourself in such a manner. However, what you are protecting, especially with that Cancerian shell, is how sentimental you are, intuitive and psychic. You are now protecting your deep thoughts, saying very little, or showing up to express yourself randomly. 
Like I mentioned with the Midheaven and Gemini, some of you may have been that super social individual in the workplace or public. Now you're much more reserved and selective um, with whom you express yourself to. The sun in Cancer at 14 degrees is within the deacon that Pluto rules. And so this new change is causing towers to others. It's shocking and may even be detrimental to others because you are no longer freely talking, sharing or fellowshipping or caring what others think or say. You are no longer competing with others. You've become a crab. This is great because now no one knows what and where to vulnerably attack you. You are essentially expressing yourself in silence and getting things done in a sideway kind of way. You know, crabs walk sideways. They never walk directly straightforward. So this is also shocking others because it's still Cancerian energy. It's just going to be made very apparent just how loving, nurturing, caring and giving you once were. It's like now that you're giving all that energy towards yourself and this causes towers for others who are competing with you or using that Gemini 10th house energy to gossip and talk shit about you. It's like taking for granted the source feeding you in a sense. Most want to talk and never stop to listen. Well, now some of you are no longer listening and this causes towers. Isn't that crazy? When you were when you were the one um, when you were doing the talking before, no one wanted to listen or acknowledge you. And now you no longer care to talk or listen. And they're mad. I literally am seeing this play out before my eyes. One example, uh, when I had my comments open, everyone wanted to bash me, talk shit, downplay what it was that I was speaking on or simply dismiss me. Now that I turn my comments off, I see motherfuckers going out of their way to go back to videos from years ago just to comment on videos, hoping I would see it and respond. And I don't. When I cared and needed others to care about me, they didn't and made it a point not to care. Well, now that I don't care, they're desperate for me to care and open up, going as far as to doing magic on me to try to make me open up. And I won't. All I was trying to do was care and help others. And they shitted on me. And now I'm closed off. It's strictly business. And now everyone wants to show me love. They want to be friends and they want to be in a relationship with me. It's sorry and pathetic. I am aware I am coming off as stubborn and practical. But when I was sympathetic and impractical, I was um, I had to pay for that and no more. Believe it or not, Cancer and Capricorn are all about security and money. And that's how I'm feeling now, as for some of you. It's strictly business and bitches better have my money. You have to pay me to care these days. I suggest some of you adopt the same mentality, especially when you try to be there and help others and they took it amongst themselves to attack you verbally. The moon is in Capricorn at 13 degrees in the fourth house. With the moon in Capricorn, what we discuss with the sun in Cancer is confirmed further here. The moon does not like to be in the sign of Capricorn because Capricorn energy has a way of drying up that emotional moon Cancerian energy. Simply put, there are no feelings. As we discuss with the IC and Sagittarius, you are breaking out of constraints and societal expectations. You are now creating your own rules and going by your own beat of the drum. With the moon in Capricorn, it's literally fuck who don't like. Excuse me. Others took your feelings, thoughts, and work ethic for granted. And now you do not emotionally care. It's strictly business. This energy sucks for others because you cannot be emotionally manipulated anymore. You will emotionally have hardened to all foundation, family ties, emotional habits, and crutches. And basically what you are used to. Used to. For me, I have a natal Pisces moon. Okay, so with the moon in Capricorn, it's like having Saturn in Pisces. It gives me a what's the point kind of vibe. 
people do not take astrology or spirituality serious. And so why am I exerting so much time and concern and trying to make others interested? What is the point? The energy has made me realize if I want to attract those who are serious, I have to be serious. And with that, I cannot do favors, give more than what is given or share information for free. It's getting me nowhere. I want to make a a decent living from spirituality and astrology and me being and me trying to be friends and care about people who don't care or give um, who don't care or give things for free out out of the kindness of my heart was only hindering me and making me resentful. Now, I won't even answer a question without a payment. And it is what it is. I've given free tarot decks to people. I've given away more energy than I've ever received. It's to the point where I would do a service for someone and they won't even say thank you afterwards. Most only want to hear superficial blessings that they did not earn or they abuse divination for the sake of superficial love, uh, sex and money. I am tired. And so now pay me. This protects me. With the moon in Capricorn at 13 degrees, Venus rules the vibes here. The moon in Capricorn will have some of you attracted towards your career, being stable and somewhat prideful. You are no longer compromising yourself by being friendly and charming or being charmed by the quote unquote friendly and charming. You have a pessimistic approach to most these days. Remember, the descendant is in Pisces in the seventh house. Some of you have changed drastically how you relate and interact with others. You were once that Piscean doormat, and now you have Capricorn energy to harden you and to protect you. This placement indicates investing in yourself and your stability and not others. No more being misled by feelings. Mercury is in Leo at 10 degrees in the 11th house. The way you or others are thinking these days are fixed. There's no changing your mind or that of others. It's giving, I want to do hood rat things with my hood rat friends. (laughs) But seriously, with Mercury and Leo, the power of the mind is at play. Watch magic happen. Your thoughts at this time is manifesting. Unfortunately, most abuse their brain power in order to play mind games for the prize of control. Most are set in their ways of doing things um, or doing this. But before I jump too far ahead with Venus and um, Leo in the 10th house, that's retrograde. It's all going to backfire. As a result, the smart ones who value honesty and freedom will show and prove with their actions with Mars in Leo in the 11th house. The mental games will no longer work, especially for the smart ones. Most are not smart, however. And for those, you will continue on the cycle of being mentally played. Leo energy is all about power, games, entertainment, risk, casual dating, sex, and passion, all of which is childish, and most people are mentally childish and play childish games. Like I mentioned above, magic is happening with Mercury and Leo. You will attract exactly what it is that you think, and so enjoy. To reiterate, Venus is in Leo at 20 degrees in the 10th house. Venus is also retrograded. However, the same interpretation that I said for Mercury and Leo is the same here. So I'm not going to repeat myself, but I I wish they I'm sure these energies wish I would. (laughs) Now, also, Mars is in Leo at 19 degrees in the 11th house and the same interpretation follows. I'm not repeating myself and I'm sure these energies wish that I would. And that's the whole point. You're not repeating yourself anymore. You're accepting these people as they are. (laughs) Jupiter is in Aries at 19 degrees in the seventh house. Considering everyone will be attracting their exact thoughts with Jupiter expanding in the sign of independent Aries, 
for those who are enjoying a backfire of their mind games with Jupiter and Aries, this is a this is confirming that these motherfuckers have to stand on what it is they done did and attracted with their mind games. That fixed mentality will only expand here, especially in the seventh house of relationships. Like I mentioned before, the majority will allow these people with these childish behaviors to come back with Venus retrograded in Leo. The majority is going to have to stand on their poor decisions. Jupiter in Aries at 19 degrees is within the second deacon that Leo and the sun rule. The energy here is possessive, sexual, creative, protective, and proud. Most defend their sexual-based relationships, even so much so to the point of denial. That denial is coming from the descendant in Pisces in the seventh house. If you recall, I mentioned how that energy was in Pluto, also Mars' territory, meaning war and towers. Those who chose to stay in denial, believing their illusions about their relationships and being fixated in the mind to continue what they were doing will result in a tower and a crazy backfire. Enjoy. Now for the smart ones who have decided to skip over that Venus retrograde and apply that energy towards your Mars and Leo... Okay, it's evident you are pushing forward soldier style. And when I say you're Mars and Leo, again, this is what's going on. Um, this is planetary placements for everyone, the collective. So you may not have Mars and Leo personally, but the energy with Mars and Leo, you're going to use it to, to, to carry on. Okay, now, basically, you're going to be carrying on, refusing to look past or look back to the past. Jupiter in Aries is at 19 degrees, which is cusping the third deacon that is ruled by Jupiter. So those of you who refuse to continue the mind games, the power struggles, the sexual relations, and the ego strokes in those superficial relationships will be moving towards independence and freedom, seeking, especially in the seventh house of relationships. Basically, ain't no relationships anymore. The smart ones who have self-respect and value their time will be more concerned with creating intellectual outlets. Some may be influenced to go back to school or study something new and on your own time. Reading, writing, and traveling and karmic completion is to be given for you, to you, and, uh, you know, by the universe. Jupiter in tarot is the will of fortune, by the way. Those who are brave enough to break free from karmic relationships, places, and things will be enjoying this expansion and karmic rewards and completion. Personally, I chose to keep it pushing. I'm completely done with relationships of all kinds. I'm committed to myself, God, and my spiritual purpose. I have finally chosen myself, and I will not be partaking in any Venus retrograde energy in Leo. It's funny because my Venus has progressed in Leo, but I refuse to go backwards. I, um, backwards to forgive or to try again any retrograde style with anyone <laughs> that is so dead to me and i'm hoping it's dead to you i've been celibate but now i'm gonna upgrade to abstinence i am done done the title of the forecast is i'm coming out and to reiterate the ic and sagittarius in the fourth house motherfuckers are breaking out of traditional fourth house values and beliefs Meanwhile, the majority will simply continue and to repeat those traditional and limiting beliefs surrounding such. While you enjoy karmic completion, most will be enjoying karmic cycles. Still, Aries energy is all about new beginnings and new paths. And everyone is uh, getting a new beginning, whether that's a new beginning in a karmic cycle or a new beginning in karmic rewards. I can't wait to see those who chose karmic cycles to receive their karmic towers. I truly can't wait. I'm here for it 1000%. And for those who are triggered or those triggered motherfuckers in the back, Venus is in Leo that's retrograded in the 10th house. That's Saturn and Capricorn rules. That same energy is currently in Pluto. 
that the planet is in Pluto, the planet that brings towers. And so again, you will be creating more toxicity and loving that toxicity, which equals death, basically. Refer back to the new moon and cancer in the eighth house as well. I don't care what any fluffy astrologer tells you or oracle card reader tells you. This Venus retrograde in Leo is a trap, but carry on, clowns. I personally, I got tested already with this energy, and I'm sure more is to come, but I passed my first test with flying colors. Homie tried to keep me in a karmic cycle. He refuses to commit to me, be consistent, and basically be a man, but he felt entitled to have my body, time, attention, and energy on his terms. Not only did he get kicked out of my apartment, but he got blocked, threatened, and royally dismissed. Like Kanye West said, I feel like it's some bitches that still owe me sex, and I personally feel like it's still some motherfuckers who owe me apologies, and I can't wait to reject them. I can't wait to reject their asses, and I know they're coming. Most of you can't relate to that. Most will be too busy, ready to open up their legs, heart, and life back open to these karmic cycles. Not me, and hopefully not you, but I don't have that much hope. Saturn is in Aquarius at 11 degrees in the fifth house. Saturn is retrograded. There will be a strong indifference and even disgusted energy in the air during this time for all fifth house, fifth house child play. Saturn, as we know, is not with the dumb shit. Saturn likes rules, structure, and control, none of which you will find in the fifth house of games, gambling, casual sex, dating, entertainment, drama, situationships, and passionate stupidity. Now, Aquarius energy is the collective, is the entire world. This means everyone is under judgment, period. On networks, associate groups, friends, and the wealthy and powerful as well are all under judgment. With Saturn retrograde, this is where the exposure is coming from. This is like someone's parent coming to the school to whoop your ass for acting up in school, basically. You get your ass whooped in front of the entire school. Fuck the class. Saturn is like that. Okay, Saturn is like that impatient and grumpy grandpa. And you already know grumpy grandpa wants you to shut the fuck up and act right at all times. Well, that is not the case uh, during this time. I personally have my Saturn and Aquarius natally and all my life I have felt isolated, exiled and alien. I always felt like I could not express myself. And when I did, I got punished for it. Well, welcome to my frequency. The thing is, watch the majority fold. The energy is going to play out where everyone is getting exposed and humiliated publicly and publicly there will be indifference. Refer back to the moon and Capricorn in the fourth house. The fourth house is where we go to hide and to get nurturement. This is where we go for someone to heal our wounds and to make us feel safe. Well, the moon and Capricorn is cold as hell. This means the public will be indifferent and when you try to run home, you will be met with coldness. This shit is brutal. Welcome to my world. Most people believe that they are bold, confident, independent, but usually they have a crew, a group, and associates out of the gutter to gas their egos. They have backup when they start some bullshit. They are bullies because they have a network backing them. What well, with Saturn and Aquarius in the fifth house, those friends, associates, family, and networks you thought were so loyal and loved you will prove you wrong during this time. This will expose publicly just how weak, vulnerable, and attention-seeking most are. The moment you do not have backup is truly the test of true strength. Trust me, I lived my entire life alone and everyone wanted to bully me, uh, but I never backed down. Everyone went out of their way to isolate and neglect me, refusing to love me, see me, or even hug me. 
I had no choice but to build inner strength and confidence. Luckily, I am done learning those lonely and harsh lessons considering it's my saddened return. I am finishing my karmic cycle. Meanwhile, most are just starting theirs. Refer to Venus and Leo retrograded. All right. And also Mercury and Leo and Mars and Leo. Uh, <laughs> Saturn retrograde is basically snatching everyone's ponytails and whoever's slinging penises as well. Ha ha. Stay tuned. There's a shit show starting in five, four, three, two, one. It's funny because Pluto is in Saturn currently. So this also indicates destruction to all play, drama, shit starters, casual sex, dating, and just the foolery. This energy is something like Sodom and Gomorrah in real life. There's also there also may be some power outages, a blackout and or more fires all around the world. Homes will be brought to the ground. And like I said, something unpredictable with our electricity um, will be taking place as well. All right. There may be some kind of solar fire, meteorites, showers or something major. Fires will be coming from the sky in some manner. Uranus is in Aries at 28 degrees in the eighth house with Uranus in uh, with Uranus in Aries, Uranus ruling electricity and Aries indicating the body. And then in the eighth house of death, natural disasters are underway. A storm is coming. This is like the scene from the dark night when all hell was breaking loose. Remember when Catwoman said there's a storm coming and no one wanted to take heed. All right. That is all I'm going to say about this. Death is definitely in the air. This can be war, initiated out of nowhere, car accidents, some may get electrocuted, the hospitals may suffer, generators uh, may not work, etc. This is bad, but it's karma indeed. Feel the wrath of God, every knee shall bow. Humans got way too ahead of themselves thinking, um, you know, thinking other humans needed to bow down to them. Well, now bow down to the true God, the true sun in the sky the true divine with the IC and Sagittarius and Jupiter and Aries. Please believe that God's true chosen army will be coming out, standing up and rising the fuck up. Shots will be fired. Otherworldly snipers are in the air on God. Chains on God's chosen will be stricken. Let my people go. Neptune is in Pisces or will be at three degrees in the sixth house. Neptune is also retrograded. At this point, energetically, it's too much to handle. The reason being all these planets that are retrograded like Venus, Saturn, Pluto, North Node, Lilith and Chiron is all compiled in the illusions of most. All these illusions, delusions and cruelty inflicted amongst others to keep them up is being brought down. Energetically, it's severe. Some of you may be feeling anxiety, depression and feeling extremely heavy and burdened at this time and not able to pinpoint why or where it's coming from. It's funny because I made a short uh, on YouTube a week ago or so, and I mentioned how my Pisces moon satellite was sensing fear and anxiety. Crazy how energy works. We can pull tarot cards and I can do these forecasts and the energy is already at play subtly or at full force. It reminds me of the scripture in the Bible when God said no one would know the time. Interesting because time is ruled by Saturn. All right. And all I know is time is up. I just don't know the hour or the day. Now, in the book of Matthews 24, uh, verse 36, it says heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. No one knows that the t no one knows about the day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but only the father. And as it was in the days of Noah, so will it so will it be at the coming of the son of man.
you get the gist. During this time, the fake, fraud, and phony who like to play games and play God will be stripped of any spiritual gifts left as a spiritual vegetable, literally, as above and so below. Remember that for the ones who do not take this spiritual judgment and sickness seriously, most are going to fall ill, go to the doctor, and the doctor won't be able to pinpoint what's wrong, but you still feel physically ill or hurt. Only then will you believe in the spiritual life, and I can't wait. Most deserve to suffer, and I mean that. The illusions are being forced to see reality. Funny how most have things backwards. People are in the dark, but they truly believe they're in the light, when it's the opposite. People are going to realize that they have been led astray and will be left astray, lost, confused, and alone. As a result, overdoses, overindulgences, and or worse may be a result. And oh fucking well. Pluto will be in Capricorn at four degrees in the fourth house. Pluto is also retrograded. Pluto is all about destruction and tarot tower moments. Pluto went retrograde in Capricorn in the sixth house, and now it's working its way down. This is literally like the tower card. The top of the tower goes first, and then the next level until it hits the ground completely. Usually that process is quick, but the way Capricorn energy is set up, this is a slow destruction which is more painful than a quick one. I'd rather rip the band-aid off or for my ladies, those acrylic nails that are hanging off, but it hurts. Yeah, I, it's better to just rip it off and get it over with. But no, most people want to delay the inevitable, which always makes it worse. A hard head always makes a soft ass. And yet that's how people try to live their lives. That's why the credit card industry is so popular. People want to spend money and energy that they do not have and then prolong paying someone back and by then, interest is accumulated, late fees added on, and or worse, bad credit is a result. I digress. The Pluto, I'm sorry, Pluto in Capricorn Tower started in the sixth house of Virgo, where health, daily routines, illnesses, service, and work matters take place. Then Pluto tore down the fifth house in Leo of those casual sexual affairs, dating, games, drama, entertainment, children, expression, and happiness reside. That's broken down, and now Pluto is in Capricorn in the fourth house that maintains those very activities, just as we just discussed. The four walls, the four of wands and tarot, is being bulldozed to the ground currently. The fourth house deals with directly with foundations, family, real estate, DNA, and genetics. Destruction there, and remember, Neptune and Pisces, that's retrograded in the sixth house as well. Meaning, for some, this destruction is just now getting started, but as above and so below. Because everyone was trying to delay their karma, trying to maintain their illusions and fuckery, not only is their mental being destroyed, but now their physical, their foundations are being destroyed. This definitely indicates mental health issues as well as physical health issues. When one thing goes wrong, it seems like everything else does as well. Neptune in the sixth house that's retrograde should have been at the same time that Pluto was in the sixth house retrograde, but no. The majority wanted to run and hide, and God is always going to find you. Enjoy. The North Node is in Aries at four degrees in the seventh house. The North Node is retrograded. Considering Jupiter is in Aries in the seventh house direct, this placement with the North Node retrograde in Aries is strictly for the motherfuckers who chose karmic cycles and activities. Those who got trapped up willingly and rebelliously with Venus and Leo retrograde in the 10th house. They are being held back for justifiable reasons. 
the clowns, the desperate, and the horny will all be held back in murked Aries style. The thing is, the seventh house is about open enemies, and Aries is all about abolishing enemies. Everyone was so pressed to keep their delusional relationships and materialistic values will now be in the front line with a bloodlines Beyonce vibes, except they aren't going to win. Like I discussed with Jupiter and Aries, God's chosen folk were rising up and ready for war. Alexa, please play the Migos. Who you think gonna win? Death versus temperance. Who you think gonna win? The wicked are on their way into the pit of fire, into the pit of the duat, on their way into spiritual jail that very well may manifest in a physical one in some manner. Like I mentioned with Neptune and Pisces, retrograde in the sixth house and the descendant in Pisces, seventh house, these people were led astray and led right into a burning circle. The wicked are surrounded. And I have my popcorn. I'm ready to watch the demise of the majority. Hell yeah. Just like motherfuckers lined up to watch slaves be hanged, I'm sitting on my throne in the front row watching everyone being hanged. Hanged man card and tarot style with the eight of wands with fire spears coming overhead and towers. <laughs> Die. Lilith will be in Pisces at 23 degrees in the 10th house. Lilith is also retrograded. Lilith energy within can be tricky, or in this case, it 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 has become tricky for most. Why? Because Lilith energy is all about our autonomy and refusing to conform, change, or yield. Lilith energy within wants what she wants. This is amazing for when you're trying to liberate yourself from the shackles society tries to impose on you. However, with Lilith in Pisces, this connects with the descendant in Pisces in the seventh house and the cause for Mercury in Leo in the 11th house and Venus retrograded in Leo in the 10th house. It looks like most decided to rebel at the wrong time and for the wrong reasons and purposes. Their deep-rooted Lilith energy wanted so bad to believe and trust in their delusional, superficial desires. This is like people getting confused, uh, getting their wants confused for their needs, basically. And the fact is, Lilith energy means it's deep-rooted fakeness. No wonder the IC in Sagittarius, I'm sorry, the IC is in Sagittarius, where other motherfuckers were trying to break out of. They are clearly breaking free from fake-ass people, places, and things, traditions, and beliefs. This is like people attacking me because I'm trying to teach true divinity, and I get attacked because everyone wants to continue their lies and illusions. This exposes desperation. This energy also confirms my report on the new moon and cancer in the 8th house. People truly love toxicity, and they think it's love. People are fake. People are fake and mad at how toxic the world is, but deep down, they believe in it wholeheartedly. The tenth house is about slavery and oppression. It's clear people still have. Uh, it's clear people are still slaves, and they love it. In fact, they are completely oblivious to being slaves to their fake illusions. Oh well. And lastly. Chiron is in Pisces at 25 degrees in the sixth house. Chiron is retrograded. With Chiron in Pisces in the sixth house retrograded, just like Neptune in Pisces in the sixth house retrograded, this indicates literally the snake eating its own tail. Basically, the poison that most create, they now have to inject it, swallow it, eat it, drink it, swallow it again. They will need some serious healing, and unfortunately, there will be no healing. They will be left to perish. This is the reality. 
remember the moon and the fourth house is where we go to get healing but the moon is in capricorn ain't no love or healing there and the fourth house is being occupied by sagittarius energy motherfuckers want to be free this is like going to the hospital and all the nurses quit this is like mothers walking away from their families never to return this is like divine feminine energies turning their back on everyone i personally i'm already in this energy I have dropped the world and the Ten of Wands burdens that it was bringing me. Now I feel light and free. I will never care again for anyone except myself, my dogs, and God, of course. If you want me to care, you're going to have to pay me. Simple as that. Unfortunately, these people will not be able to afford your energy, but they are, des they are, they, they are desperately in need of it. <laughs> Those tables always turn. Everyone who claimed that they didn't need you, chose others over you, neglected you, or simply used you will be regretting that shit around this time. Now, I did type this report on July 19th of 2023, but this report will not be released until August 1st of 2023. So this energy may already be playing out. It just depends. But again, oh fucking well. Thank you.